giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We're streaming live on YouTube. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still, boom! Oh, last night was explosive, wasn't it? WWE. Those award shows, I, I didn't watch it, but I know a lot was going on there. And then the Dallas Cowboys, just, you know, they are closing in, not quite official, but very close, on their next defensive coordinator in Mike Zimmer. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. We are basically going to revisit Monday's show in a sense and talk about why I have three more things to expect in a Mike Zimmer defense. Plus, Patrick Nosey Walker will be joining us in the Scientific Method 10 minutes after the hour. So y'all stick around for that. We got an explosive show for y'all. What's good, Bomb Squad? That's not what I meant to do. That's what I meant to do. Hey, man. Hey, man. I was just chilling. You know, I just got done watching the WWE kickoff show it's, it's like it's like jerry and i'm just wait you know for certain things to happen that ends and i and i'm just excited from that situation and not even 10 minutes later you know we got the where's it out here breaking news the dallas cowboys are expected to hire mike zimmer as the next defensive coordinator and um as as we sit right now per sources close to the situation it's it's not a done deal. You know, they're trying to iron out contract details, you know, monies, right? Jerry's a billionaire. Billionaires can be a little, uh, a little cheap. So they're trying to iron that out. Um, I'd imagine it gets done. It would be shocking, but it's not something that we haven't seen before. You know, people walk away. Nonetheless, man, nonetheless, Mike Zimmer seems to be the guy. As long as they get this money situation ironed out, he'll be the next defensive coordinator. And I want to jump right into that if you weren't here earlier in the week we had we had broke down his history because i think i think a lot of people you know look at zim and they see look he's old and things like that and we kind of dismiss his resume which is a very good resume he's extremely respected in the league everywhere he's been he's put together top defenses multiple times over uh we talked about the stat where seven out of the last 12 years he's had a top five top 10 defense in dvoa uh that's whether he was with the cowboys where he started with the Bengals in 2008 to 13 or with the vikings as their head coach and defensive play caller uh from 2014 to 2021 now here are three things to expect now i'm, I'm going to revisit some x's and o's as well but these are just three general things to expect 
from a Mike Zimmer defense. And we're going to go down the line here. Number one. Mike is going to put an emphasis on stopping the run. This is not going to be a gimmicky defense where everybody's going to go out there and just want to eat, you know, sack party and all that stuff. That will come for sure. But this is a coach that's going to put an emphasis on stopping the run. Schematically, Zim is, is adaptable for sure. He's shown that throughout his career, but he's also traditional in a sense. He's going to try to make you play one-handed. He wants you to be one-dimensional. He wants you to be what the Cowboys offense is in the playoffs. He wants you to be one-dimensional. So he's going to scheme it that way. He's going to scheme it to stop the run. That is in his wheelhouse. Now, he traditionally does it in a four-man front, right? We talk about 4-3-3-4, three, three, all that nonsense, and, and you'll, get, you'll, see, you'll see a quote I have later on from Zim. Nonetheless, he does it traditionally from a four-man front. He'll emphasize nose tackles. If you go look at his history, you'll see he has guys like Michael Pierce, Linval Joseph, uh, Pecco from Cincinnati, Dalvin Thomason. He, he doesn't play around when it comes to that. He also historically has at least one guy that can anchor the run on the edge, but also a guy who can get some pressure too. Think Daniel Hunter, Carlos Dunlap, if you remember him. If you really... You know, if you really were in tune to the NFL, then Michael Johnson used to get him all the time on Madden. You think those type of guys. They, when I say they, I mean Mike Zimmer and his defense. The way he wants to do this is by being strong in the front seven. And he wants to be strong in the front seven so he can play more too high looks. Uh, we talked about this safety usage look for the Cowboys, ironically, yesterday. And, and I was talking about how if they hire a Zimmer, I think this thing, it may not get flipped completely upside down on its head, but it would not be that big of a discrepancy where the Cowboys don't play too high often at all. They're primarily, you know, middle of the field, close look, one safety, and that's just what it is. And I think, like I said, you look around the league, teams just caught up to that. 27th in the league in two eye shell, 31st in middle of the field open looks, meaning they do not um, have too high safeties up there. But he likes to do that because he wants to stop the run with this front seven so he can eliminate big plays, early downs. In order to do that, you got to have real linebackers, Cowboys Nation. <laughs> you got to have real linebackers. Somebody had wrote on Twitter when I, when I dropped the news or whatever, and it was like, man, as long as he doesn't put safeties at linebackers. No, no. He's not doing that. Zim's not doing it. You go look at Zim's history. He has linebackers. Dexter Coakley's that wins. Eric Kendricks, Anthony Bars, Vincent Rays. He's going to get you some linebackers in here. In fact, it would not shock me if, if, if they want linebacker hunting in, in free agency. Now, the money is a thing. You know how Stephen Jones is. But I think 100% they're going to bring in not one, but at least two via free agency and possibly draft two. In the draft, I mean, I, I, you can't really run this defense without traditional real-ass linebackers. And I think he's going to bring that. You'll need two stout ones down the middle, strong down the middle, with obviously the defensive tackle play as well. So I expect that from a Zimmer, Zimmer almost a Zimmerman, Zimmer defense. Another thing, why you want to 
be strong early in downs is to get into a favorable third down situation is because Zim has shown to be one of the best third down uh, masterminds on defense in the game in the last between at least 2017 and 2021. You can go back further probably with the Cowboys and with the with the Bengals, but we'll be more recent history here. Uh, again, shouts out to Mo for dropping this the other day. But between 2017 and 2021, his last five seasons as a defensive uh, or as a head coach in Washington, on third downs, they were one of the best. Per EPA per play, by the way, from dropbacks and rushing, top two. And they're one of the best because of how aggressive but deceptive they are. What do you mean by aggressive but deceptive? Bill Belichick, one of the most respected minds in the game, one of the most respected defensive minds in the game. Listen to him. Don't listen to me. Listen to what he said about their defense. This is a quote from Bill Belichick in the, uh, during his time in the league playing against them. He said, quote, they disguise well. I'd say that's one of their real strengths is they give you a bunch of not so much different looks, but different combinations off similar looks. You have to be ready for everybody. Sometimes it's strong side. Sometimes it's weak side. Sometimes it's up the middle. Sometimes it's man. Sometimes it's zone. Sometimes it's blitz zone. All out blitz. Sometimes it's just max coverage and they drop everybody off. But off that same look. That's music to my ears. Because unlike Dan Quinn, Zim will change the picture post snap. But in a way that it's not difficult for his defense but it keeps the quarterback guessing and it's difficult for them. And we showed some of this, right? Some of these type of different looks earlier in the week when we dropped the film and we'll probably have more film as we go on, as long as they obviously close this deal with Zimmer. We showed it where they'll show a, a double a gap pressure and they'll peel off and the backers are in the hook zone or in the curl flat zone area. They'll show somewhere the backers will blitz. They'll show somewhere Everybody drops back, and next thing you know, a defensive back is blitzing, and you get a free rusher. There's a defensive coordinator in the league that does this better than anyone in, in the league, and it's by far, and that's Spagnola. Spags over there in Kansas City gets more free rushers than anyone in the National Football League by a mile. Like It's not even close, and it's because he does similar things, right, where he shows different packages, guys are peeling off or whatnot. And Spags, he changes the defense. There was a uh, there was a video going around in that Miami game. Funny thing is, the guy was open. But where you saw a one high go to two, back to one in like one motion. You know, that, that's some of the things that he would do. But Zim would do the same things. And Zim has showed the ability to adapt. He's shown the ability to do some combo type coverages. We didn't see that in Dan. He's shown the ability to change the picture. We didn't really see that with Dan. At the end of the day, though, the dude just knows defense. Here's a quote during this time in Minnesota that, that stood out to me, especially the end here. But here's a quote. Zim says, honestly, I want to fit our scheme to the players to the best of our abilities. Like I said before, it really does not matter if it's a 3-4 or a 4-3. As far as my philosophy, I want to stop the run. 
and I want to hit the quarterback. However that is, if we got a blitz, I think we have a great blitz package. But I want to be fundamentally sound in what we do. Let me repeat that part because the Cowboys were not. I want to be fundamentally sound in what we do. There are teams that can go out there who can go out and make a lot of big plays, but they are not fundamentally sound. 2023 Dallas Cowboys do. Then when the game gets on the line, they do not perform in the crucial situations of the game. It's Mike Zimmer. That's why for me, Cowboys Nation, I'm not even calling this a hot take, but we're going to call it one. If Mike Zimmer is hired, if this thing gets official, to me, without a shadow of a doubt, this was the correct choice to make. 110% of the guys that were available. That is the key point. Of the guys that they interviewed, that's even more of the key point. Mike Rivera, uh, I'm sorry, Ron Rivera, Aiden Durday, Marquand Manuel, Mike Zimmer, Rex Ryan. Zimmer was the best choice and I don't even think it was particularly close. His resume speaks for itself. He's a fundamentally sound defensive coordinator, yet he has an aggressive scheme, as we talked about, that emphasizes stopping the run and putting heat on the quarterback, not just physically, but also mentally, right? Because, hey, you know, if you've got a smart quarterback, they can see these things coming a mile away, but not if you're changing the picture, not if you have some, uh, you're aggressive, but deceptive in what you do but not only does he bring that like football acumen we know he's one of the best to do it when he's been in the league as a defensive coordinator or calling defenses but he's going to bring accountability he's going to bring toughness he's going to bring kick ass back into that room and not in a come here buddy type of type of role not in a this is my uncle dan type of role no 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 he may not be liked, and I quite literally do not care if he's liked, as long as he's getting the best out of his players, as long as they're being held accountable, as long as this defense is going out there and being tough. I don't care if they like him. I don't. Because if the results end up the Cowboys having a top defense, and not just a top defense in the regular season or a top defense against poorest teams, but a top defense against those type of offenses, doesn't matter. It does not matter. And if you're not down with that, I mean... Get your ass up there, contain the damn ball! This is why we do it! Hey, too many missed tackles, let's go! We're too damn soft! Focus on the details. Try to put me in a good mood today. I just hate mistakes. I hate mistakes. Come on, fellas, let's go to work. Let's go to work, huh? Oh! Three! Two! I wasn't real happy about it. Like I say, I'm going to protect my players. I would say if we were on the street, we probably would have had a fight. These guys will run through the wall for me. I'm going to run through the wall for them. So, you know, if some feathers get ruffled sometimes, so be it. Damn it, that's horseshit. If we get a press G, you get your f***ing ass outside and get it contained. Okay? I told you this quarterback runs. Keep him in the f***ing pocket. You got me? You better quit bullshitting around. I'm not having this bullshit. 
better get your minds right, or I'll get them right for you. If you want someone that's going to shock the system, he's not going to be your best friend. He's just not. I mean, he and I became friends after a long time because it was a respect factor that ended up being a friendship. But he's tough, uh, hard-nosed. Uh, some players will not want to play uh, uh, for him because you know he's gonna. The expectations are gonna be harder than they, they've, uh, they've they've expected in the last few years. Sure. He knows the game better than anyone, and uh, he's gonna coach hard. And I think that to me, that's the shock this team needs. That's my Hattie B's hot take. No conversation about the best Nashville-style hot chicken is complete without a serious mention of Hattie B's, which was founded in Midtown Nashville in 2012, and they now have a fast eatery downtown Dallas, Deep Ella. Make sure you guys check them out. It's Friday, so if you're going out before you hit the club or whatever, stop by Hattie B's, get one of their amazing dishes, and you can order that prior to getting there at HattieBees.com. Uh, or you can get it delivered to wherever you're at by going to HattieBees.com and using the sign-up code A2ZDallas. I like it if you can't tell. Now, I'm going to say exactly what I said a few years ago when Dan Quinn was uh, brought aboard here, and there was a lot of pushback on Dan Quinn. Uh, obviously, the Cowboys, we have to see. We Obviously, have to see. That's that's really going to be the theme of everything. Hey, wait and see. But the principles of what he brings, the foundation of what he brings, I think is something the Cowboys need. And you could argue, you could say, eh, well, it might it might take a few years. It might. I think he has the talent though to fast track this thing. I think he has, like I said, the acumen, the experience to fast track this thing. Also, let's remember, Dan Quinn came in here, which. Probably had more pushback than Zim. But Dan Quinn came here. Year one. One of the worst defenses in Cowboys history. And turned it around like that. And you could argue. He he, he didn't have this type of defense to start. These type of players to start. Well, yeah, yeah. Micah Scott. Yeah, he had year one, Micah. Going to year four now. He had year two digs. He's going into year four now. He didn't have Deron Bland to start, right? So, I feel like Zim could potentially have year one success with this defense, barring injuries and things like that. Granted, your offense remains to be at least productive enough. So this one, to me, big W for the Cowboys of the remaining defensive coordinators. That is key, right? I've obviously wanted guys before this whole process got convoluted and and, and delayed. There were other guys out there. But other guys they brought in, I don't even think this was close. Mike Zimmer was the guy. Mike Zimmer was the guy. And it may look bad. Uh, because he's a former cowboy. Oh, Jones is doing a thing. I'll be honest with you. We talked about this the other day. If there was a tussle, and if there has continued to be a tussle between McCarthy and and and, and the Joneses, and McCarthy wants to bring in a Ron Rivera, and we got to pick sides. I'm picking the Joneses side. Y'all know me. I'm a, on the Joneses every chance I get. But this is the guy, man. I think he's much better defensive coach than one Ron Rivera. With that said, Let's go ahead and jump into a little bit more of this uh, Dan, not Dan Quinn, of this defensive coordinator talk with our guy Patrick Nosey Walker of DallasCowboys.com. No sucker can feel when I'm dropping signs. Get 
Good morning, good brother. Hey, it's all right, man. It might take a might take a little while for you to come off the bad quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, it, it'll take a little bit, but but I'll be cool. But you know what? I won't be. What I, up? I won't be a Cowboys fan. Cry, baby. Ha ha ha! Because you know that, that this Mike Zimmer hire might slap like the rock. Oh yeah, man! Shouts out to the Cody crybabies out there. I love the cinema that's going down in the WWE right now. They was all up in arms. Now look, fantastic writing. Bro. Bro, I, and what's crazy about it is this is one of the few times where I don't know if this is if this is them selling it, if this is a work, or if this is real. Because, right. like, for example. The Rock stopped talking in third person when he started talking about his ancestors. Like, he was saying, my, my, my. And yeah, and that slap was definitely real. Like, that was, yeah, that thing sounded off. Man, I love um, it, bro. I so, it. yeah, here we are. Heel Rock is back. Let's Heel go. Rock. Give, give me a mixture of Hollywood Rock and corporate Rock, and we're good to go. Absolutely. The thing is, though, I think it's more corporate uh, Rock than, than Hollywood Rock because Hollywood Rock still had, like, a sense of humor. This this rock ain't ain't, true. ain't around. True, like, true, true. That's no, a good point. Nah, yeah. Good luck, Cody. And uh, as far <laughs> as the Cody crybabies, and, and we say this lovingly because we lovingly. got a lot of love for Cody. Yeah, we say it lovingly. We got a lot of love for Cody. But if it's Cody versus the great one, I mean, come on, come on. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm about to hit you up for uh for Mania. Like I said, I'm serious about a watch party. One hundred percent. 100%. Absolutely. But before we get into the to the Zim situation, man, I kind of want to get your thoughts on this process in general cuz it seemed like like Dallas they had a preference, right? They had a preference of experience over anything so much so they reached all the way back to Rex Ryan, bro. Uh, grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I had already caught wind of that news like obviously prior but prior to it hitting, but I, I wasn't able to confirm it just yet. I was still right. doing some digging, and then it, it hit, you know, the the Twitter sphere, and I was like, oh, okay, so there it is. And first thing that popped in my head was hell no. I, I mean, like, unequivocally hell no. And then um, we had an episode of Cowboys Break. I think it was the next day. Yeah, it was the next day on Wednesday. And uh, Derek asked me and Ambar to rank the uh, our candidates based upon who the Cowboys had already reached out to and, and or spoken with. And I put Mike Zimmer right up there with Wink Martindale. But the problem with Wink Martindale was that he was already more or less being tied to Michigan. So, and you saw what happened with that. He's, yeah. he's set to be their defensive coordinator. So for me, it was Mike Zimmer. And then below Mike Zimmer, you had the Ron Rivera equation. And I had Ron Rivera higher than Rex Ryan. I had Rex Ryan at the bottom of my barrel. And I know a lot of people were saying, well, you know, every time Rex is, is coached, he's had a top 10 defense. And that's that's true. But it's also true that Rex Ryan hasn't been in the league since 2016. He has been broadcasting since then, and he's been talking about feet since then. And he's been, you know, basically cutting the Cowboys to shreds since then. And But what he's not been doing since then is actually coaching teams. Whereas you've got mm -hmm. Mike Zimmer, yep. he, you know, obviously he's been in the league more recently just departed the league not even a couple seasons ago when he and the uh, the Minnesota Vikings split, and then he went and took an analyst consultant job at Jackson State. Shout out to Jackson State. Um, and here, here's Mike Zimmer, back in the league, back in the Cowboys organization, where he helped the Cowboys get their fifth Super Bowl ring back in the day. Mike Zimmer was in the uh, NFC Championship game against the Philadelphia Eagles in 2017, not so long ago. He's an NFC coach. 
as far as he knows how to navigate this conference, whereas Rex Ryan, he's, he's the AFC coach, talk about the Jets, talk about the Bills. It, there's something added for me for a guy that not only has been recently coaching Will, but has also been in this particular conference and knows how to play against these particular organizations like the Eagles and the 49ers and, you know, so forth and so on. So all signs for me pointed to Mike Zimmer. He's coached the 4-3 and been successful. He's coached a, a, a 3-4 in the Parcells and been successful. He's coached Ring of Honor guys, Hall of Famers, DeMarcus Ware, for example. Just being one example, I, I wish as of last night I could have said Darren Woodson, but Come hate on, continues. Jeez. The hate continues. Uh, but that's for that's a conversation for another day. Shouts out to Woody. We love you. Uh, but when you look at Mike Zimmer, of all the candidates the Cowboys interviewed, including Aiden Dirty, which obviously I have a lot of love for, this one just made the most sense, especially being that the Cowboys need a, a coordinator that can come in here and doesn't have a learning curve. So Dirty would have had a learning curve as far as being a D.C. Yeah. Uh, Manuel, even Manuel from the Jets, he would have had a little bit of a learning curve to get him back to being into the D.C. role. But Zimmer just comes in and he's able to kind of hit the ground rolling. So he gets through his installs and he got a better chance of the defense being at uh, top gear before the first trimester of the season is over as opposed to standing there in the middle of the season still trying to figure out with a younger defensive coordinator, where are we going? Speaking of Woody, you know, which is a travesty, still not in there, but but Woody talked about, you know, shock. The system. I love that he said that, by the way. He has no idea why I love it, but I love the shock of system thing. Zimmer is going to send a shock into a culture <laughs> shock, I think, into that locker room. You you, you know this more than any of us because you're down there every day. You're in that locker room. You know how much those guys love Dan, and, and you're probably aware of, of how Zimmer is. Just what type of culture shock is it going to be going from Dan Quinn to, hey, everybody, how we doing, everybody, to, to Mike Zimmer? This is uh, and what you heard was 100% my evil villain laugh. Like <laughs> your Joker laugh. Right? It's yeah, it's uh, it's exactly what I self like, ah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there it is. There it yeah. is. Culture shock is the perfect phrasing, and that's why I phrase it that way. As far as previewing the possibility of Mike Zimmer, Dan Quinn, um. Players guy, players guy, 100%. Yeah. Uh, and guys will run through a wall rightfully for Dan Quinn. This coaching style is much different in the aspect of Quinn has softer edges. Mike Zimmer doesn't have soft edges, right? Mike Zimmer is going to come in, and he he's the he's the old-school ball coach. I compare him to the Nick Sabans of the world, the Steve Spurriers of the world, those old-school ball guys where it's just like, why aren't you doing your damn job? Either do your damn job or I'll get someone else in that spot who will do the damn job. And, mm. And so it's going to be – it's a complete 180 from coaching style from Quinn to Mike Zimmer. But also, like I said on Cowboys break, this might be exactly what this defense yes. needs at the exact moment that it needs it. It needs that hard nose, that that rough-edged, you know, uh, character trait from a, an old-school ball coach who's not only – who's not coming in kind of green behind or what behind the ears and the defense looks at him and like Demarcus Lawrence and Michael Parsons, these talented veterans look at him and say, Oh man, you, you're coming with all this, this smoke, but what have you done? You can't say that to Mike Zimmer. You can't say it to Mike mm -hmm. Zimmer. 
because Mike Zimmer's done it, and he's done it with guys who are better than the guys who are in the locker room right now. Again, the DeMarcus Wares of the world, Darren Woodson's of the world, uh, and when you look at the linebacker core, the Dat Wins of the world, the Dexter Coakley's of the world, the list goes on and the list goes on. So not only does Zimmer have the stripes to back up the smoke he's about to bring, but he has the smoke uh, as well, and I think that's just going to benefit the Cowboys. This is a defense that, for the most part, they excelled in takeaways. They excelled in pressuring the quarterback. But what they struggled in was number one linebacker play and sometimes being out physical. Talk about the game against the 49ers, for example. Um, so I think that added level of physicality and consistency and being physical and punching other guys in the mouth—that's what Mike Zimmer has historically done with the teams that he's been on, and that includes the Minnesota Vikings. So, something else that's that's interesting in the words of Cody. You know, DQ, he, you know, he was at the table in the booth, but, but Zim, he going to be on the field cooking at the table. So that's different too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that, that's another thing, right? Ah, Cody, Cody cooked with that. He didn't. That was live <laughs> last night. He was like, y'all arguing about who's the head of the table, but nobody's been cooking for two years. Ooh, oh, that was that was right up there with what Big Time Beck said to real that mommy's going to be on bottom with that. With yeah, that was crazy. They, they was throwing some zingers, man. Okay, all right, folks. They folks, talk, they my, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, we got to focus. We got to focus. Uh, all right, so when it comes to Zimmer, uh, you talk about style of coaching. Also, he is not, like you said, he is not a uh, a coaching box kind of guy. He's going to be down there on the field. He wants to be in the thick of it. He wants to be able to, to feel the energy and, and the air of what's going on and be able to adapt in real time yeah. uh, in his particular way. So, again, this all just goes to culture shock. Uh, and this is something that the Cowboys defense is, is going to have to acclimate to, and they're going to have to acclimate to it quickly. But I promise you this, if they buy in and they buy in quickly and they buy in fully and the Cowboys uh, front office can give Zimmer the personnel he's looking for, because this is a linebackers guy. One big thing about Zimmer mm-hmm. defense is this linebackers are key. They are stars of his, of his defense. So, He's coming into a situation where the Cowboys linebacker core is in dire straits. So, again, perfect match, perfect timing. Hopefully they give him the same, you know, carte blanche that they gave Dan Quinn as far as what Dan was able to do with the safeties unit. Now they need to do that with Zimmer with the linebacker core. We got Patrick Nosey Walker, DallasCowboys.com, joining us for the scientific method. Uh, Another kind of maybe something that we're not really thinking about right now because it's not technically official and all these other things. But the assistance, I feel like that's going to be key. Um, every coach wants their – every coordinator, I should say, wants their guys. And I kind of want to talk to you about a couple that, if you had to guess who remains and some that you know maybe look to be replaced. Uh, I, I know that's a bit touchy because these guys are under contract, but that's just the realities of it. He's going to want some of his own guys, and I'm already thinking of a particular name that he could replace. But who are some guys you think will be here? Who, what are some <laughs> positions? Let me just say that. I'm just going to say the position – what are some of the positions yeah. that you think that he may want to bring in his own guys? I feel like you have something on your chest. You I do. I got something on my chest. Would you like me to get it off? Oh. I can get it off if you want. No, nah, we, 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 we let it cook. We let okay. it cook. All right. Let it simmer for Zimmer, right? So <laughs> simmer for here's Zimmer. That's where, great. Here, here's where I am with it. Um, top two, you got to keep Al Harris, and you want to do your damnedest to keep Aiden Dirty. Uh, as it stands, they are hell-bent on keeping Al Harris, which is why they blocked Dan Quinn and the commanders from being able to interview him uh, for a lateral position, in, in, which is offensive line. No, not offensive line. I'm thinking Lunda Wells. They blocked Lunda Wells for offensive line coach. But they blocked uh, the Al Harris interview 
for possible uh, defensive backs coach in, in Washington, and that's because they want Al Harris to remain in Dallas. And for those that are wondering, the Cowboys and any team can block an interview unless it's a promotion. But Dan Quinn doesn't have a position that he can promote Al Harris into because Joe Witt is already the defensive coordinator, right? Right. So that's one. So number two, everybody knows, and I put it out there as well, Al Harris loves DQ, and he said he followed DQ to the ends of the earth. But keep in mind, that doesn't mean that he doesn't love Mike McCarthy, whom he played for, earned Pro Bowls under, and Mike McCarthy's hiring of Al Harris predates the hiring of Dan Quinn in Dallas. So he's a McCarthy guy, and McCarthy wants him to stay. So as Zimmer comes in, better believe Mike McCarthy is already sitting down with Zimmer and saying, I know we got to shuffle some things on the staff. You're going to want to bring in some of your guys, but this guy, Al Harris, has to stay. So hopefully that you know they come to terms on that. Aiden Dirty, he's going to feel the same way about Aiden Dirty. Um, but Dirty is a little bit different because he's getting interest outside of the building. Uh, two or three teams, I know the Seattle Seahawks interviewed him for the D.C. position uh, earlier this week. He's waiting to hear back from that. But I'm confident and I expect that if Dirty doesn't leave for a D.C. position that he will remain in Dallas. Fingers crossed on that. Now, as far as the others, you're, you're looking at you're looking at a shakeup. I mean, you're looking at a shakeup. I think the strength and conditioning coaches, I think they're they're solid. They're good to go um, because that goes to the training staff, Britt Brown staff. I mean, they just do a phenomenal job overall. So I think they're set. Uh, but when you start looking at um, like assistants like Sheriff the Sheriff Floyd, love Sheriff, but you know he's being interviewed by DQ. The Cowboys are allowing him to, yeah. which hint which hints largely at the fact that they're comfortable with letting him find another opportunity so they're not as all in on him as they are Al Harris or like an Aiden Dirty. But then you start to go down the line, linebackers coach, Scott McCurley. What, I, I know. That's why I said I'm going to let it simmer for Zimmer. <laughs> I, I, I was going to get you there. Yeah, I was going to get you there. So Scott McCurley, you got to wonder what what's the situation with Scott McCurley. We talked about linebackers coach, or we're talking about the linebackers position being in dire straits. Some of that goes to personnel. You know, to be fair to McCurley, it's not his fault that LVE, you know, suffered a career-threatening injury. Uh, it's not his fault that Overshone tore his ACL. It's not his fault that Rashad Evans didn't pan out. So all of these things are true. Those are not his fault. But what he is accountable for is uh, inconsistency with the second year of Damone Clark. Damone flashed, but he didn't take the, the full leap like we thought he would. Um, you could give McCurley and Quinn credit for um, being able to turn Marquise Bell into a flex back as they did. However, asking too much of Marquise Bell as far as lack of size is concerned, um, that goes to linebackers coach. So just things like that that Mike Zimmer going to come in, he's going to come in and look at, and he's going to go down the line at each position. But I think the only two guys that are absolutely safe in this equation are Al Harris and Aiden Dirty. Oh boy, man! You dropping a whole lot there. Now I know you dropped your article yesterday, but you got to. I'll throw one more thing in. Please, I'll please. Throw one more thing in. I feel like this is a perfect opportunity because Al Harris didn't interview for the DC job in Dallas, nor did he interview for a DC job anywhere else. And we we fully believe, and I say we because I mean you, myself, uh, and all of our compatriots who have who do this and do this job well. We all believe that at a certain point, Al Harris is going to be capable to be a D.C. Mm. I just don't feel like he's comfortable into stepping into that role yet. So here's an opportunity for a transitional period for him. I feel like with Joe Witt leaving, you should look into, if you're Mike Zimmer and Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy, you should look into promoting Al Harris from defensive backs coach to secondary and pass game coordinator mm -hmm. to allow more control 
from him for that, that passing defense, allows him to work more with the safeties in conjunction with his cornerbacks and gives him another stepping stone towards DC. I think it's a win-win-win situation. So I say that to say keep an eye on that because that's not off the table either. I think that's a fantastic idea because, you know, we, we, we all get caught up when we break down Mike Zimmer's X's and O's. We get caught up with the front seven. But for me, it's what he does on the back end that, that really makes his defense pop. And we've seen what Al Harris can do with these corners. Now, if you give him a little bit more control, like you said, working with a mastermind like Zim, I mean, that means he'll be around a couple, you know, high-quality defensive minds. And I feel like that pairing could be a, a really good one. I, I I can see Zim coming here and saying, oh, no, we're keeping that guy. Yeah, and, and think about it from, from what the capacity of what you just said because – when people think about Mike Zimmer, they do think a lot about the front seven linebackers, yeah. defensive line play, Daniel Hunter, and things like that. But what people fail to remember is the fact that Mike Zimmer was defensive backs coach yep. at one point in Dallas. And here's a name. Here's one of the defensive backs that he coached. Here's one of the cornerbacks specifically outside of Darren Woodson in the defensive backs uh, situation. Terrence Newman. T. New. Do you remember that guy? Right? So, T. New. So, this is a guy in Mike Zimmer who is very proficient and also coaching up very talented cornerbacks. And guess who he's inheriting? He's inheriting Trevon Diggs and Deron Bland, and hopefully they get Gilmore back. So if you get this kind of a mind and then you look at Al Harris and say, not only are you sticking around, but I want to empower you more to help me on the back end with the passing game with my defensive backs on the whole because I've seen the success you've had with the cornerbacks. Oh, this, this, this can be something special. And, again, Ladies and gentlemen, we're this is not us trying to sell it. This is just simply objective analysis. It's reporting it, and yeah. If, right. If the Cowboys do these things that we're talking about after the hiring of Zimmer, then this will be an extremely successful and more consistent defense. But, again, these things have to be done, and that also includes free agency. Bring me a guy like Bobby Wagner to add to Mike Zimmer for one example. You know, and then go from there. The draft. What are you giving Zimmer in the draft? You got to be a little bit more creative with a, with fewer picks because you traded two of those away. But again, it goes to personnel as well. He yeah. can coach up whatever you have, but the better things, the better personnel you have, the more he can coach it up. So all things have to align. But you know, it, it's now or never for the Cowboys, especially for McCarthy. Absolutely. You got any Science Lab uh, articles dropping? I know you just did something yesterday that was pretty big too on the Zimmer thing. So if not. Please direct them to that article. That that's the science. That's okay. The, that's the science for this week, which is uh, go to DallasCowboys.com. Last night I laid it all out as far as what Mike Zimmer brought to the Cowboys in his first stretch, uh, and what he brings to the Cowboys in his second stretch, and why he was the decision against the other candidates, and what this means for each of the three levels of defense. What this means for Mike McCarthy, and just. You know, what it means for the Cowboys going into 2024, assuming they get all the other pieces in place. So that's on DallasCowboys.com right now. Go check that out. Man, appreciate you, Pat. You enjoy your weekend. And, and I'll probably be hitting you up to talk to you more about what happened yesterday, man. I, I'm excited for the WWE right now, bro. 100%, man. <laughs> Dusty loving it. Yeah, 80. All right, man. That's Patrick Nosey Walker, DallasCowboys.com. I'll get with you, bro. Lots to digest, man. A lot to digest with this Mike Zimmer hire. I don't I don't think we're done here again, uh, unless it just dropped. But we're still waiting for the, the cross the T's, dot the I's. But everything is looking like this is the case, unless something unforeseen happens from a contractual standpoint. 
But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm 100 on board with the hire in the sense of like I told you guys, of the guys they interviewed: Durde, Rivera, Rex Ryan, um, Marquin Manuel. This was a no-brainer, the guy to go with. And uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens moving forward. But now it's time to hear from y'all. So we'll take a quick little break. And sip your coffee, get your energy drink, pretend like you're working in case somebody's walking by. And uh, we're going to get back into the Zim Talk. Invader Zim. I like that one, Jay. to Z Sports. Do it live! At some point, hoping to broadcast in front of a million of Cowboys fans to bring you the real... But for now, strap up and here's your host, Skywalker Steel. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. We'll do it live. Appreciate you guys joining me this morning. All about 700 of y'all. Yesterday was was explosive, man. As soon as the news dropped, everybody was out, and, and I was tempted, but I'm like bomb squad take it all in that's what i love about what i do i can soak it in think about it sit on a quality thought and bring it to y'all in the morning man appreciate y'all for jumping in here if you want to call in and join the conversation you can 351-999-3787 if you missed our guy pat he was on we'll drop the whole entire segment uh likely tomorrow and if you missed my hot take you know hashtag running back you know how we do all right, let's jump into these phone lines, man. We got Chris from Alaska on the horn. What's good, Chris? Hey, man. Just wanted to come on here and talk about Mike Zimmer. I, I'm happy about the hire. Um, something I, I love that he's a hard-nosed coach, and I really think that it, it can – I think it will help this team pull something else out of them. I don't know, like, if you know what I mean. like. No, I know what you mean. Like, maybe he taps <laughs> into something, I, something I, that has been that, untapped. Like, yeah. Yeah, with something that, like, we just go back to last year with just, like, the Michael Parsons situation with the 49ers, with, with trading the jersey, with... Uh, oh, I don't think he's going to stop that. He ain't going like, to stop these players from being friends, bro. Like, that, that, that's not going to happen. What? He's not going to stop exactly. players from being... Then, huh? Hello? Yeah, exactly. You know, and I really want to see if we can bring Hello? Mike in and get that. Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? 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 Am I, did can I, you hear me? Chris, can Hello? you hear me, sir? Give me a yes. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Can I hear you? I okay, can hear you. I can hear you, Chris, but it felt like you could not hear me. But but continue on with your thoughts. Oh, oh my bad. My bad. I apologize. No, I was going to say, I think that he could put, bring something else out of the team, especially when it comes to playing with more of a chip on their shoulder because, like, sure, sure. just going back to last year the, with Micah being, like, after the George Kittle thing, like, with the jersey and the Dallas jersey. You clearly and didn't Dallas hear me. <laughs> and, and, Chris. and Micah on this podcast. George Kittle, can you hear me? Chris, I can hear you, but Chris, what I was telling you was I don't think Mike Zimmer is going to stop players from being friends with each other. That's what I was trying to get at. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I just think that I don't know. I just want him to play more, more with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, that, that, I, that I, can I, you can do that. Understand. Those two things could be mutually yeah, yeah. exclusive, right? Like, hey, you need to be more play with more of a chip on your shoulder, play harder, get all that good stuff on the field. But when the game's over, 
these dudes ain't gonna stop being friends if they friends, man. No coach is gonna stop them from doing it. That's what I'm trying to say, Chris. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, it just it just hit me the wrong way when you gotcha. hear, when you hear him say like after losing that bad and saying, "Yeah, George Kittle's my guy. Yeah, that's my guy." You know what I mean? Oh, it's personal. I didn't think I didn't know it was personal. Like, how do you not take that personal if you're losing two times in the playoffs before the blowout in Week Five? Yeah, good luck sense. on Zimmer changing that. Like I said, man, good luck. Yeah, but uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm excited. So, no, th- thank you for letting me take your call, there, Chris. Yeah, no problem. Marv, save us. What's good, Marv? <clears throat> what up, family? How you doing? I'm good, man. It's good to hear from you. Well, I'm so happy. Now we got a coordinator. That ain't gonna. He little big nasties in the middle. Yeah. Y'all about to get linebackers yeah. that can thump and read defenses. Now, if you don't know how to get in that uh, room and study, you will not be on the field. No more favoritism. I love it. I love it. And and. This defense is going to be a top five defense. This is talent that he like, and you got Will. I am with him. Oh my God, guys! Oh, and number ninety nine, and see here, coach. They finna be balling because he love big defensive ends. Oh. Yeah. Green Bay, no more running to the edge. San Francisco, no more running to the edge. And they don't be moving. All that moving you do, his defense don't do don't move. They make you move. And Michael, you might get eighteen twenty sacks now, brother. And you might not tire come the a playoff game. This is beautiful, y'all. This defense man is that cold blooded. Now yeah. that's what I was saying. Remember, I was saying, uh now we might win a game thirteen to ten. Or, you know, now McCarthy and Dak, we're praying for you, my brother. This might save you to be even more better. All the pressure, you ain't got to have that more pressure. But if they stop people from 10 or 13, then the fans, I ain't going to get mad at you, Dak, because you're my boy. But all the other fans might get mad at you if Zimmer holds teams down to 13 or 17 points and we still lose. Then, you know. I might not be able to take up for you, my brother. Well, this, my is, brother. Just, this is just step one, uh, hiring the defensive <laughs> coordinator. As, as Pat and I talked about, it doesn't stop there, right? Like, like you, yeah. you, you still need to add guys. You can't run That's this. Right. You can't run this particular set of players out there. And I don't give a damn who the defense coordinator is, and expect to be an elite defense. So we, we've got a long right. way to go between right now and truly an elite defense. Remember. All of last year and the previous year, I said, man, I, I can't I can't put the E word on them just yet. Can't put the elite yeah. word on them. They have potential to be special. They start off that way. Then once, you know, what's the name went down, we saw right away, hey, hey, this is this is a far cry from elite. But they, they have to be able to go out and get the players in the front seven to make it work. I think they got the secondary. I think that'll be fine if they bring back a player or two. They'll get back digs. Maybe they'll I actually think this particular scheme will probably help Diggs a little bit here because there'll be more of a mixture of zones, so he's not really running with guys early on. Nonetheless, he's going after. Exactly. But, but yeah, first thing that. first, 
uh, Marv, is, is he has to go out there and be able to get the guys to make this defense work. And the reason why I have yeah. optimism in it is because I've seen Dan Quinn completely take a horrible defense in 2020 and turn it around to be a competitive defense uh, during the season. And I don't see why Zim can't do that, And I, where I think he's taking over uh, a more talented defense than Dan Quinn was. But you got to give him his guy. And thank you. And like you said, the secondary to all the Cowboy fans that are listening. Yes, but these people he got, mm-hmm. he makes the quarterback hold the ball longer. Mm-hmm. And now Michael would get a lot of sacks and D long. Oh my God, this is beautiful. That's what I've been waiting for. The secondary making the quarterback hold the ball longer. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, the, the, the coverages. Yeah, I agree. I I I think. And I said this in the open of the show, Marv. Um, you know, he's this, he's aggressive but deceptive, and I could never say that about our scheme the last few years. And that's no knock because hey, we we were a, a, an amazing man defense. But when you run into yeah. teams that can easily scheme around that, you really didn't have a counter to it. Zim takes counters personally. If he gets figured <laughs> out, he gets pissed the hell off, and he goes in the lab and he says, Nah, 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 nah. We're going to switch this thing up, and, and you and you saw him do that throughout his career. Um, so I think he's he's hell adaptable, and uh, that'll help this defense. Hey, and you know what's so funny? Still, hey y'all, everybody that listens, Deion Sanders probably told Zimmer, Zimmer, man, what's that crap? That's why he was pissed. All the cowboys. Man, go take over that defense, brother. <laughs> and Zimmer got on that phone. Hey, you might be on to something, Mark. I'm telling you. He called. He said, man, I'm going to take this defense. Because, still, if you was a good defensive back coach back in the day, and they call you, you're like, man, give me that damn defense. Mm-hmm. Woo! And, and like we said, we've been missing the big nasty. He loves big nasty on his front. And he loves linebackers. Man, mm-hmm. this is beautiful. And 33... It, it's going to help him. It's going to help the, the other guy that was hurt. And then you get a, you dropped another linebacker. And you might get, you know, whatever uh, veteran linebacker you get. Now, this will be really good for Bobby Wack because he know how to read defense. Oh, my God. This, man, I'm so excited. I don't know about Bobby. Yeah. But, but, I mean, look, if you get Bobby here, that'd be fine for sure. But but there, there's, a, there's yeah. a – I don't even know if we technically need a Bobby for this. But if you got him here, I still don't want to just lean all the way on Bobby. You got to get him another run yeah, date, too, true. though. You know what I'm saying? He up, he getting up there. And it, yeah, and it's going to make the LSU linebacker we got, 33, this might make him an all-pro, y'all, because now he ain't got to – he don't think. All right, they now, be, now. Man, I'm just saying, though, you know, in the middle, yeah. I watch how he use some linebackers to psych the quarterbacks. Oh, my God, I love yeah, this. Yeah. I like when, when he make quarterbacks think. With his scheme and all the speed Cowboys got, man, we we get them big nasty like you say. Still, oh my God, this could be ugly, boy. Mm-hmm. I love this. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 in close number twenty four. In, in closing, yeah, in closing. What you got for me? In closing, in closing. Uh, was it uh number twenty four? What's the line? Uh, Israel. Izzy, yeah, Izzy. Izzy, yo, Izzy. If I'm Izzy and you listening to this, son, well, you got a chance. You have a chance with this game. Oh, my God. Oh, Marv, I love it. Marv, Thank get you. the whisper. Appreciate you, Marv. Enjoy your weekend, man. Salute. Salute. I love your show, bro. Love you too, man. Uh, 
let's uh I'm a, I want to I want to bring this intro in like this, bro. Hold on real quick. I got to get fancy with it real real quick, man. Let's bring in our guy Vasil Lombardi from the Vasil Lombardi live show, y'all. Beats planet. Good morning. <laughs> good people. Well, good afternoon. If your nine to five is trash and your three to five about to be the shit. Skywalker still. What's happening, bro? Appreciate you, famo. Hey man, Marby, Marby bothered me a little bit. How like this is your show, but he go, hey chat, everybody listen. Let me say this. Like, right, no, this right. ain't your show. Relax, bro. <laughs> Scott, listen, man. It's it's one thing that I'm curious about, and it's not gonna happen fast, right? But we're gonna learn over a long period of time, and I would love for us to revisit this conversation when it comes to brother Mike Zimmer being defense coordinator for you know for your Dallas Cowboys. Assuming yep. Jerry go ahead and break open the pocketbook and quit playing. Yeah, we, I wonder. We know what's going on there. I wonder how many players that we may like, right? Like we may like a player, right? I wonder how many players are gonna show how phony they are when it comes to the toughness. You know what I'm saying? I want to know who's really gonna. You know what I mean? Because yeah. watch this. It's it's gonna be a lot of players that's gonna have an opportunity to get the hell out of Dallas, right? It's gonna be a lot of dudes that's gonna be like, man. I don't really know if I want this toughness. Maybe I do want the friend coach. Let me go to Washington. Because, look, you know the Washington football Wizards trying to turn into the Cowboys every single day, but we just keep blocking them. Somebody like Fowler. We just keep blocking them. J-Ron. Yeah, yeah. You know, J-Ron, that, that come to mind for me, bro. J-Ron. I wasn't even going to say his name, but I let's see. be messy. I wonder how many of these characters are going to look this adversity in the face, look this tough character in the face, this non-players coach. Because when we like, we'll, we'll listen to these players.com and be talking to them, and, and it may not be the most, like, the biggest quote that they take away from, right? Like, like it'll just be some little side quote. Oh, Dan Quinn's a player's coach. Oh, Dan got my back. Oh, man, Dan hold us down for real. I wonder what's it going to be like first of all shout out to you because that that compilation you did earlier fantastic right what he said hey man some people are not going to want to play for him some people are not even going to want to play for this character i want to know what player that i thought was tough this whole time really saw because they don't want to be around zimmer i also want to know because we gave dan a lot of credit right i want to know what players that could have been good that maybe Dan was misusing or maybe Dan didn't give them favor because Dan was playing his favorite guys. See, Dan the ops now, right? So I can say things like this about Dan publicly now. You know what I'm saying? Fuck him. I can say these things now. <laughs> I wonder if Zimmer gets in and go, hey, man, this Wanya kid, boy, what, what, what y'all been doing? Oh, I wonder if he comes in and he sees, you know, he, he may see Izzy and go, man, what y'all been doing? I don't want this to be another um, Chavarius Ward situation where we got to find out he good five years later once Donovan he goes. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? I, Right, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see one of those situations. I want to know when Zimmer comes in, zero bias. 
he ain't worried about nobody's money. I want to know what his evaluation says about some of these players, and I want to know what dudes that maybe wouldn't starting can blossom up under uh, uh, Zimmer as opposed to Dan Quinn and his friend style. And who's not tough? I got a lot of questions about players that's on this roster right now. We gonna figure. Out, can Dan? Look, look. Can Mike Zimmer make a three hundred and thirty pound man two ninety? Come on. In 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 six weeks, I got questions, Scott. I Come got. On. Did, did did Dan Quinn ruin this last little run for us? What happened to Dan? Like, when Dan first got here, we were singing songs about Dan, but we got to keep it a buck with Dan because we got no information like you say, Scott. How much of this was just malpractice on his part? I'm curious, man, but we're going to find bit. out soon. I think a good bit, bro. I will say this. One thing we do know in, our, in this organization, this little goofy organization, how we run things, they will look at that defense side of the ball, and the Joneses want nothing to do with it. <laughs> so they're going to yeah. say, Zim, you do what you want to do. Just like they said, Dan, you do what you want to do. We control things more so on the offensive side. We're going to determine who's calling plays. We're going to determine who gets the money, all that stuff. Defensively, you handle it. So I feel confident that Zim will be able to come in here and, and like you said, Juan Ye, why is he not playing? This J-Ron character, yeah. I'm good. I played against him. In fact, I think I actually had J-Ron on my team, and he barely even played. You guys remember that? Mm. He, was, he was with Minnesota, and he wasn't getting out there. He was a special teams guy. He's going to look at guys, mm. you know, like Mozzie Smith and say, excuse me, why did you put him on a, a Buddy Love diet? That made no sense. I like bigger guys. Go get me a Linville Joseph. Go get me a Dalvin Thomason and these types, Michael Pierce. So, yeah, I think they will give him that, that, that autonomy of say, hey, this is your defense. Run with it. And if that's the case, if they open up their pocketbook a little bit, I don't think this learning curve is going to be that steep because you've got a lot of talent on defense. It'll just be a matter of who's buying in. And whoever ain't buying in for me, I say get up out of here because I, I honestly don't care about this whole kumbaya shit no more. Not that I ever did, but, and, and then, Scott, you know, just ask ask some of your favorite draft guys, right? When we think about J. Ron Curse, like as a like as a college football player, he was he was kind of a quitter. Like he like quitter was in a lot of his draft profiles, right? Mm. Aloof, non interested, right? Just, just a lot of people said that about J. Ron Curse in college. Just ask about him. So he gets to Mike Zimmer's team, and he's a special teamer. You know what I mean? He's just a dude. He's just a guy that can't get on the field. People like him because of his measurables, but he can't get on the field, right? I wonder why he could. Couldn't get on Zimmer's field, but he's a captain on Dan Quinn's field. I just got questions, guys. I got questions. Is is J. Ron Curse like a Chris Richard type character where <laughs> we see the the where we see the yelling, we see the leadership, we see the loudest, but the product just doesn't work. I'm curious, guy, but I don't want to hold up your show, man. I just wanted to put that on your thoughts real quick because I'm off for the day. I'm about to go to the range and practice, keeping us safe and all that. But hey, I'm just curious, guy. I'm just we gonna we gonna we gonna learn a lot. And those players that go to Washington and mess that defense up, I'm I, I just want to see, Scott. Have a good show, brother. Appreciate, Appreciate you, bro. Much love. That's my guy, Vice Lombardi, yeah. the Vice Lombardi live show, man. Going to the range? Come come on, Vice. Get your ass back down here, in Dallas, so we can go, man. Uh, shouts out to Foots in the building, too. Hey, Foots, we got a wrap next week, man. Uh, man, we should have a busy week next week. I want to get back into the draft a little bit. I want to touch on uh, some some potential Zimmer free agent type of guys. We'll have the Vosh Lombardi Live show again. Big, big week next week. Jerry know what he's doing, dropping this information. He know what he's doing. But uh, shouts out to BLS in the building, too, I see. I wanted to bring this up real quick. More shouts out. Shouts out to... Girls Talk, Boys Talk on .com. 
they brought on. I mean, these girls do some good work, man. They're developing some good relationships down there. Our girl 2i. Jess and Nicole, right? Nicole. They've developed some good relationships down there, getting some guys on, and um, Wanye was on. And he brought up Wanye talking about Vach and and, and what type of coach will will these players adapt to this type of coach. And Wanye pretty much described Mike Zimmer to a T. Now, he, of course, going to big up his guy. He's bigging up Dan Quinn, saying, yeah, this is this is the exact type of coach Dan Quinn is. Not going to talk shit about his guy. But listen to Wanye essentially describe that they asked him, what's the trace that they want to see in the next defensive quarter? Listen to Wanye, what he had to say. Let me unmute this real quick. Hold up. Appreciate you, Jess, for dropping this gym, too. You got that? Turn that up. One, I kind of want to go back to personnel changes, coaching changes, right. all of that. What are some... I guess, characteristics that you are looking for in potentially new coaching staff coming in for you as a player. What's something that you really value in a coach to be hard mm. on his players. Mm. So, and I feel like that's, that's one of the greatest traits DQ had was the trait to be hard on you and love you. Mm. So that's important. And I love like, I love hard, hard coaching. Cause like it, pushes me yeah and i don't get in my feelings about it you yeah. feel what i'm saying yeah. like 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 i was raised by my mom yeah. my mom was hard on me like every single day growing, growing up but it 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 pushed me to be the best so i love hard coaching so that's just one of the traits for real. Yeah, the best. one i kind of want to go back say word one yeah so so i got you i got you one damn it that's horse shit if we get a press g you get your ass outside and get it contained Okay? I told you this quarterback runs. Keep him in the pocket. You got me? You better quit bullshitting around. I'm not having this bullshit. You better get your minds right, or I'll get them right for you. Damn it, that's hard. Hey, Wanye said, Wanye said, you know, DQ, you know, hey, you know, he, can hold you, he coaches you hard, but he loves you. Zim ain't gonna love you at the time. Zim don't give a damn about your feelings. So, Wanye, if this goes down, you've got the guy you want. You've got the guy you want. And we talked about this yesterday. I think 100% this safety group is going to love having Zim if he's here because he's going to put them in positions to make plays. Yes, everywhere he's been, that's been the case. So, get ready. Let's get back to the lines. What's up, Gwen? Hey, what's up, Sky? Good morning, uh, good morning. Happy Friday to you. Yes, sir. So, listen, um, great show as usual. Thanks for taking the call. Um, I'm, I'm excited about Mike Zimmer coming back. Uh, I don't know how long he'll be here. I guess that that's that remains to be seen. But the thing that um, I'm, I think I'm most excited for this defense is the ability to be more multiple and, and switching from being able to go back and forth from man to zone effectively. You know, the thing that drove me crazy that I could never figure out with Dan Quinn is why can't we play effective zone? It's not like we have dumb players. We have a smart secondary. And it's one thing if you have a secondary that can't play man, and so you defer to the zone because you don't have the talent to play man. Right. But obviously we have the talent to play man. 
but we've also got the smarts to play zone. So I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Like, why couldn't Dan Quinn ever figure that out as far as getting that implemented? We talked about, remember, we talked about like false confidence. I think he, yeah. you know, he got here and he saw what worked. And to his credit, it worked. And that's what he stuck with with this particular team. So I think he might have went and looked at it as, hey, why, why would I, why would I fix something that's not broke, right? And and that's just what mm-hmm. this is the sword he decided to die on. Uh, you talked about being multiple. Excuse me. He, he was multiple in the quote unquote looks. It was goofy, right? Yeah, Michael Parsons that nose tackle and, and things like that. And he's he was multiple in that. But I agree, he wasn't multiple in coverage. And when right. he decided to to do certain things. I think he had the players to, to do other things coverage wise, but he didn't put them in position. Like he'd put Jaron Curse on a roof type situation. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, coach, why are we doing that? We've got guys that could play coverage back there. There's no need to. If you want a cover guy back there, don't take Malik off the field. And if Malik has to come off the field for a quick breather, then put Wanye out there, or, or put put Izzy out yeah. there. But don't put Jaron back there. The dude can't cover to save his life back there. So. I don't know. I think he, he he got this this false confidence from year one, right? Hey, we got Micah throwing that edge rusher. He'll save us. And when he, when he's not out there, or if he's not winning, then nobody else is really winning consistently. And now we're like, I want to put Micah at linebacker because we ain't got no line. For whatever reason, he he just seemed to not have any answers this year when things were were, were people when teams were kind of swinging at him, and he was just like, Hey, no no worries, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. And there was little things throughout the season where it's like, hey, if you don't switch up with this, this we could run into some trouble. One of the things was motion. And Never we, figured that out. Yeah, yeah, and we did. And I think that kind of, I, I don't know, it's not a total explanation, but I think it's a partial explanation as to why he tried in that playoff game, you know, not, not revisiting old news or anything, but he tried to switch it up in go zone, and then it was like a disaster. And then... Knowing that when you're going up against the McVay tree or the Shanahan tree, you're going to go up against these offensive play callers who have man beaters all over the place. Oh well, God. if you can't switch it up and play zone, you're going to really have a problem in easy busted coverages that were just like receivers wide open within 20 yards jogging into the end zone. And that is just unexcusable. So yeah. I don't want to trash Dan Quinn. I think he did a good job. But he completely maxed out. And the one thing Zimmer will be able to do is get guys to play zone effectively. And mm-hmm. those man beaters from the standing entry won't be nearly as effective. So that's all I Great. got. Great show. I'll keep listening. Thanks, Thanks. Glenn. I agree, man. I, I think you will see more of uh, a multiple style of coverage from him. Now, now, what, what if you ask me, well, what is what is Zimmerman's Zimmerman? Zimmer's defense from a coverage standpoint is more primarily man, but he mixes it up. It's it's not, say, 80-20. It'll be more close to 60-40-50-50 than anything. He will mix this thing up. And, and like I said, he'll mix it up in the game or within the season if something's not working. So I, I feel confident in, in that. Do we have the players on the back end? I truly do believe that, especially if they bring back a player or two where they're not having to rely on a bunch of rookies or whatnot or unproven dudes today's show i actually planned on talking about the corners but this news dropped so we'll probably move that to next week at some point um yeah we'll move that to next week for sure but yeah i'm excited for that portion of it right 
the front seven is still big TBD because as we talked about throughout the week, you know, there may no there may not be Dorrance Armstrong and Dante Fowler. What do we do with Hank? There's some guys you got to replace here. You got to get the linebackers. Obviously, that's the big one. You don't you don't really, I think, have the horses just quite yet uh, up front. But that's what free agency is for. You know, that's what the draft is for. But mainly free agents. That's what free agency is for. That Dallas is going to have to open up the checkbook a little bit if they want to fast track. And they kind of have to. I don't think you can make a hire like Zim, who one of the best, right? We talked about it. One of the best defensive coordinators, defensive minds. He's in that that category of the, the Jim Johnsons and, and, and the Dick LeBeau's, Don Capers, old school guys. Dom Capers and these guys. Leslie Frazier's that have, have put together a, a great resume throughout their career. But I don't think you hire him, a guy who can come in here and get things done right now, and you give him a bare cupboard and say, ah, you just work with no linebackers. Ah, you just work with 290, Mozzie, and Osa as your defense tackles. You, you can't do that. So you got to say, all right, Zim, what do you need to make sure that this defense, I'm not, I don't need the defense to necessarily be elite, but what I do need the defense to be, I need the defense to be fundamentally sound. Let's just go over this quote from Coach Zim. But I want to be fundamentally sound in what we do. There are teams that can go out there who can go out and make a lot of big plays. The Cowboys defense. But they are not fundamentally sound. Then when the game gets on the line, they do not perform in the crucial situations of the game. We talk about it a lot on this channel, right? We come back, we watch the film, and we're just like, man, these guys just do random stunts all over the place. One guy's crashing the B-gap, the other guy's not. You know, Micah might be uh, uh, crashing inside. Uh, one play, another play, he, he he's he's uh, taking the edge, but nobody's filling. It, it's just a weird thing. When you go watch Zim's defenses, or not just Zim, Niners, Lions, no, I'm just Lions, Ravens, Chiefs, what you see, these defenses are moving on the string. There's not one guy, two guys doing this, then one guy, two guys doing that. One safety playing linebackers doing a spinner rooney, doing a hokey pokey, a strong safety at middle line. Like, there's not all of this, man. At the end of the day, this is football. You, you don't got to try to reinvent the wheel. You can be aggressive but deceptive but you can't be cute Dallas was too cute Dallas was a front running defense and in, re in reality probably a front running team in general but especially on defense and Dallas to me during the tenure of DQ when it came to the playoffs specifically, I talk about this a lot. There's going to be times where it's like, hey, man, y'all got to win this. This ain't the old day. And you go look at these runs and you see it. I happened to have be in a conversation yesterday and I was talking to somebody about when Mike McCarthy last won the Super Bowl. If you go look at the defensive run in that, in that, that time. One of the main things, if you've been watching this show, you know my opinion on this situation. I don't know why the Cowboys are allergic to turnovers in the playoffs. They'll lead the league. They'll be top this, top that. To get to the playoffs, they are allergic. 
in that one run, that Super Bowl run for the for the Packers, they forced eleven turnovers. Sometimes you're gonna need it. What like the offenses was just out there just going crazy. I feel like now I don't know about year one, but if he's hey, this is my DC for the next three, four years, whatever. I feel like you can get to a point where you can lean on the defense and not in a way that Mike said, remember my, Hey man, we're a defensive team going to run. Yeah, no, they can win your games, big games, important games. If you need to, and Zim is going to operate in that manner. Can the players handle it though? We shall see. Good stuff today. Let me get to a couple of these super chats from y'all. Appreciate y'all. Super chat. Uh, where are we at here? Nine. Okay, all right, all right. Vance dropped five and said, as the great Pat Summit said, players don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. Ooh-wee. Zimmer may cuss you out, but he has your back. Yep. Yep. Give me a coach that's just as passionate as I am. I'm not saying that DQ lacked passion. That, that's no, no, no. He didn't lack that. Okay, there's different ways to skin a cat. That's all I'm saying. Iceberg drop one. Super chat. Q. He said, uh, "Rock versus Triple H. Book it." Yes, yeah, probably not gonna happen. Uh, Iceberg Q. Because if I'm not mistaken, Triple H has a pacemaker. If I don't know if you remember that man, he, he he had a heart issue, and it's the reason why he had to like truly hang him up. You know, in in the wrestling industry, you don't really ever hang him up. You, they do these weird indie things. But he had to truly hang that thing up because he got a bad heart. So I don't know if we're going to see him out there. And I don't think he's pulling a Ric Flair. If y'all ain't seen Ric Flair's last match, Ric Flair went out there and faked a heart attack. Come on, Rick. What you doing, Rick? The happy Satarian dropped two and said, do you think, excuse me, do you think more zone would be good for Trey's ACL? I'm not a doctor. I ain't going to pretend to be a doctor. I know BLS is in the building. She's a, um, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, Jazz. She She's a uh, athletic trainer or, or sports trainer, so she probably can tell you more than I can. But the reason why I brought up Trey earlier, if he's in zone, I, I feel like looking at the quarterback, right, I'm not running with the guy down and down out. And I'm not saying Zim's going to play zone exclusively. It's not going to happen. Um, but I think he'll play more zone. So maybe that could ease him in as he's coming back from the injury as opposed to, what were we, 90% man? And he's got to run across the field with these guys and down the field, down and down out. Just my guess. Not a doctor, though. We'll have a doctor on at some damn point again. But if you were here BLS, maybe you could have, have a different take on that one. Miss Jackie said, and this isn't a super chat, but she 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 just said in the chat, thank you, defenses. He said, Sky, thank you, defenses have to win games at some point. Okay, defenses go out and get the stop, get off the field. Defenses, yeah. Sometimes your D's got to win it. Some defense got to win it. Sometimes your offense has got to win it. Sometimes your coaching has got to win it. And a lot of the times in Dallas, one of those two units or both are going to have to overcome the coach. I know, bro. Somebody says Zimmerman to me uh, earlier in Zimmer. Dwayne. Dwayne dropped 10 and said, great show. Zimmerman 
Zimmer. About to watch the whole season of the defense and get them tough. Marcus Dub dropped one. Got to Super press my chat. buttons on all those. And said, uh, with Zimmer in charge, what happens to Micah's role? Will Micah accept Zimmer's style? I don't see a Micah having a problem with, with Zimmer's style. Micah wants to be coached up. Uh, I ain't worried about Micah. Micah wants to be a great player, and that requires sometimes this. His role, that is the bigger question. Um, I don't look, I don't think there's a wrong answer in this scheme. If Zim, uh, we had this conversation when we talked about the, the defense ends. If Zim says, all right, Micah, we're going to remain you to be a primary pass rusher defensive end, well, guess what? Now you go out and you get your linebackers. If Zim says, nope, we're going to move you to linebacker, well, now you go out and you get you another defensive end. Daniel Hunter, he's out there, yo. Zimmer drafting him. So whatever they decide to do, the more important question, and this is the this is the conversation that is never really talked about here. The more important question is what do you do around that? The only reason, the only reason we're having so many conversations about back and forth, back and forth. And, and, and look, these are some good opinions on what to do with Micah. There's no dismissing any of them. But the only reason why we're having it is because if he is linebacker, you're not getting enough rush. If he is a rush, you're not getting enough linebacker play. You've got to be able to build around whatever it is you decide to do with Micah. He can do whatever you want him to do, and he's going to do whatever you want him to do. But you absolutely can't say, all right, Micah, you're a primary pass rusher. We're going to roll out Damone Clark and, and Marquise Bell. All right, Micah, you're our linebacker. We're going to roll out. Who we got now? I mean, shoot, if, if, if say Fowler doesn't come, no offense, no offense to Ghost, Ghosting, but you can't say our primary rush is going to be Ghosting and Lawrence and what Mozzie and Osa. They can't do that. So whatever they decide to do, the the real question is what do they do to combat that. That's the conversation about it because, you know, we're a very combative group of fans in general, but we're missing the real problem here. The real problem is you never really adequately built around it properly. If we're being honest, maybe ever, maybe in the entire time Quinn was here and, and we should have saw it. I'm going to try out a safety at, at linebacker and Keanu Neal. Jalen Smith on your one leg where it was pretty much done. Hey, we're going to put you and that was, he got up out of here quick. LVE, we're going to keep counting on you. Stupid stuff. All right. Good stuff today. If you missed it, quick recap. We talked about three things to expect in a Mike Zimmer defense. For me, it's early down run stopping emphasis so that they can get into third down favorable looks in order to do that though you need real linebackers and you will get that from mike he's dealt with dak went that win and dexter coakley and anthony barr and kendricks and benson rays of the world you're, you're going to get that with him and then when you do get into the whether it's third down or not you're always going to get a favor you're always going to have an aggressive but deceptive uh defense from a coverage standpoint with zim and don't believe me Listen to Bill Belichick on it, man. He said they disguise well. I say that's one of their real strengths. 
is that they give you a bunch of not so much different looks, but different combinations of similar looks. You have to be ready for everybody. And then he goes on to talk about sometimes it's middle pressure, zone, blitz zone, all out blitz, max coverage, and they drop everybody, but it's off of the same look. That's music to my ears when you're talking about the nitty gritty of defense. And that was my goal today was to talk about the nitty gritty of the defense. We can we can argue back and forth about the the overlying issue here in Dallas. We get that. We know what that is. But today I wanted to focus on what this particular coach will bring. And if all else fails, we know he'll bring this. Get your ass out there and contain the damn ball. This is why we do it. Hey, too many missed tackles. Let's go. We're too damn soft. Focus on the details. Try to put me in a good mood today. I just hate mistakes. I hate mistakes. Come on, fellas. Let's go to work. Let's go to work, huh? Oh! I wasn't real happy about it. Like I say, I'm going to protect my players. I would say if we were on the street, we probably would have had a fight. These guys would run through the wall for me. I'm going to run through the wall for them. So, you know, if feathers get ruffled sometimes, so be it. Damn it, that's horseshit. If we get a press G, you get your fucking ass outside and get it contained. Okay? I told you this quarterback runs. Keep him in the pocket. You got me? You better quit bullshitting around. I'm not having this bullshit. Better get your minds right, or I'll get them right for you. If you want someone that's going to shock the system, he's not going to be your best friend. He's just not. I mean, he and I became friends after a long time because it was a respect factor that ended up being a friendship. But he's tough, uh, hard-nosed. Uh, some players will not want to play uh, uh, for him because, you know, he's going to – the expectations are going to be harder than they've, they've, uh, they've, they've expected in the last few years. Sure. But, he knows the game better than anyone, and he's going to coach hard. And I think that, to me, that's the shock this team needs. That's the shock this team needs. On the way out, shout out to my guy, Twan. Drop 50. Hold on, man. Where you at? Drop 50. Drop 50 in the cash app, man. Said, uh, for not much, a little something for the baby. Appreciate that a whole lot for those who aren't aware. And that's why there's going to be a bit of a break here in probably the next month and a half. But the newborn is on the way. Everything is going well, healthy, growing well. Pregnancy is going great. Ain't like it's me, it's her. So y'all women, y'all strong, man. Y'all are strong, especially my lady, my wife, who is, is, is doing fantastic with it. I'm excited for our little man to get here. But appreciate you, Twan, for the super chat. Not super chat. For the Cash App drop, if you guys want to donate via Cash App, you can. Uh, it is Money Sign Chill Will 1026. Easy. Easy peasy. Money Sign Chill Will 1026. With that said, man, good show today. Great show. I know it would be. We'll be back next week. Um, again, next week is going to be very interesting because once this closes, we'll focus on free agents that will complement Zim. Also, we'll focus on free agents offensively as well. Yes, yes, I know we probably ain't going to sign a whole bunch of people, but that's just the process uh, during the offseason. We'll, we'll talk about the catboard criteria guys, and we'll talk about the all-in guys uh, who would make sense for the Cowboys' defense and offense. We'll also tap back in, I'm sure, with my guy Foots and talk more about some of these prospects, right, and 
continue to wrap up the hindsight series. We were going to do it today, but I'll probably close it out with the cornerbacks next week because I don't want to cheat y'all. All right? I don't. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for the congratulations. I appreciate it a whole lot. Brother L, thank you. I was just about to ask you. If, if, Brother L, if you want to drop it, you can. But he definitely, uh, he did. He dropped the cash app. So if you guys couldn't hear what I said, you can see it. And um, on the way out, obviously, I appreciate all that. Super chat. Dallas Cowboys hard hitter dropped 10 and said congratulations. Thank you, sir. Very much appreciate that. Y'all have a fantastic weekend. Before I go, though, Darren Woodson needs to be in the god dang Hall of Fame. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. Stop playing with my guy. John Lynch over Darren Woody. What are we doing? Also, uh, happy birthday to my guy, CJ. I think it was his birthday either today or yesterday. Been a day one. Appreciate you, CJ. Enjoy your birthday weekend. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend in general. I will be back Monday. Make sure y'all be sure to tap into Vach and Brian Broadus' breakdown. are going to be breaking down some of the uh, prospects on today's premiere. Appreciate y'all. Peace.